KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Thursday, May 11th. The Immigration Order Title 42 ends today. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. The COVID public health emergency ends in the U.S. today after being in place for three years. The end of the public health emergency is what's triggering the end of Title 42. It will also cause some health coverage and cost savings put in place during the pandemic to expire, and people will now have to pay for at-home COVID tests. Plus, patients in some circumstances will no longer be able to use telehealth to get their prescriptions. There's a new statewide hotline and website to report hate crimes. Here in San Diego County, 86 hate crimes were reported by law enforcement last year, 6% more than the previous year. CAP Radio reporter Sarah Mises Tan says it's not a hotline that will respond to crime or provide support for victims. What you're doing when you call this hotline is you're reporting something for the state to put down in their records so they can have a running tally and have this data collected over many years. The number is 8338-NO-HATE. The line is open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Reports can also be made online at CAVSHATE.org. The City of San Diego is preparing to launch a study to determine how much the city should start charging single-family homes for trash pickup. It also will look into how to subsidize pickup for low-income families and how to reward people for producing less trash. This comes six months after voters approved Measure B. According to reporting by the San Diego Union-Tribune, the study will be done by a consultant who will be selected at the end of this year or early next year. The study is expected to take two years. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. The controversial public health order that has blocked access to asylum for the last three years expires today. Title 42 created a backlog at the border, and as it ends, an influx of migrants is expected. In response, the Biden administration announced last week that it would send 1,500 active-duty troops to the border. While the bulk of the force involves U.S. Army soldiers, some Camp Pendleton-based Marines are also being sent. Military reporter Andrew Dyer has more. 
About 550 active duty troops have arrived at the U.S.-Mexico border. That's about a third of the number authorized by President Joe Biden to support Customs and Border Protection as Title 42 expires, ending pandemic asylum restrictions. 200 Marines from the 1st Marine Division at Camp Pendleton will be among the 1,500 total troops mobilized, according to the Marine Corps. At a Pentagon press conference Tuesday, Air Force Brigadier General Pat Ryder said troops will not be interacting with migrants in any way and are only fulfilling supporting roles. They'll be there in support of Customs and Border Patrol. Uh, they will not be conducting any type of law enforcement activities. Military officials did not say when the Marines will deploy from Camp Pendleton or where on the border they're going. Andrew Dyer, KPBS News. Here in San Diego County, the chair of the Board of Supervisors says more federal help is needed in the region to address the impacts of Title 42 ending. Nora Vargas says local nonprofits have received $35 million in federal funding to help asylum seekers. And she says the county has a good working relationship with the Biden administration. But she says help is needed for shelter locations and long-term solutions. Vargas also said the Rapid Response Network is ready to provide resources to migrants who may find themselves released on the street if shelters are out of room. We are doing everything that we can. But what's really important right now is that we share with folks. There is a place that if you see someone there that you think doesn't know where to go, they can call 211. Vargas also said there's information on the county's website for those who want to volunteer to help. Meanwhile, at the border, U.S. Customs and Border Protection is keeping 400 migrants in a makeshift camp in San Isidro. The camp is between the primary and secondary border walls. Border reporter Gustavo Solis says the migrants have no protection from the elements and the only food they receive from the government are two granola bars a day. There have been people that will come here and they will see and they can't believe that this is happening on U.S. soil. Pedro Rios is a volunteer with American Friends Service Committee. He's been coming to the border every day to give food and supplies to the people being kept between the border walls. This type of detention appears to violate CBP's own short-term detention standards. Those rules say that detainees are to be held in rooms that are safe, secure, and clean. Alonso Alegre is one of the people being held outside. He used to own a business in Colombia, but fled to the U.S. with his wife and kids after criminals and local police officers tried to kidnap him. Me dijo, Papa, tú querías venir para Estados Unidos para vivir como vagabundos y en Colombia estábamos super bien. No le pude explicar. Se me llorosearon los ojos, la verdad. He told me that his seven-year-old son asked him, why did we come to the U.S. just to end up like bums? We were well off in Colombia. Alegre said he didn't have an answer for his kid. He just started crying. Gustavo Solis, KPBS News. CBP did not immediately respond to questions about the camp. Coming up, what one local hospital is doing to keep and hire nurses. We'll have that story and more just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by 
the San Diego County Toyota dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community, and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places. Hospitals across the nation are experiencing a shortage of healthcare workers, and nurses are among those in high demand. Health reporter Matt Hoffman has an update on what one local hospital is doing to retain and hire nurses. Congratulations, you obviously made a great impression. It's career fair day at Palomar Health's Escondido Hospital. The health system is looking to hire up to 250 nurses, and many applicants were getting on-the-spot offers Wednesday. Palomar Health recently introduced a three-year, $100,000 sign-on bonus. Palomar CEO Diane Hansen says it's for new and existing full-time nurses. The goal is to move away from contract nurses. We're spending anywhere from 50 to 60 million this year in contract labor. And so we wanted to take those dollars. If we can save some of that money and put it towards this bonus program, that's what we're trying to do. To get a sense of how much this could cost the hospital, if 1,000 nurses got the full bonus, that would be $100 million over three years. Matt Hoffman, KPBS News. This year's winter may have brought a lot of rain, but reporter Melissa May tells us that it didn't eliminate fire season in the county. It's only delaying it. Over the weekend, our neighbors to the north in Alberta, Canada, declared a provincial state of emergency due to wildfires, reminding us in Southern California of our vulnerability. Fire Captain Brent Pasqua with Cal Fire says the brush and vegetation is bigger and more abundant due to the heavy winter rains, and it all needs to be cleared out now. We look at Alberta and that should get us to say, hey, you know, we don't want to be like that. Let's start clearing now. Let's start clearing early so that if something does happen like that, we're safe, our property's safe, and we can get our families out of harm's way. Already, brush is starting to dry out. And according to Pasqua, it could even grow back before it dies out, creating more fuel if left unattended. To find out more information about the upcoming fire season and how to best prepare for it, go to fire.ca.gov. Melissa May, KPBS News. In other environment-related news, California's marine protected reserves are helping revitalize the state's nearshore underwater habitats. But just like a park on land, the areas require regular management. Environment reporter Eric Anderson says a local conservation group is helping make sure that happens. So right now we're in the Matlapool State Marine Reserve. Wild Coast's Lily Mulligan is steadying herself as waves rock her boat just west of the La Jolla Cove Beach. A beautiful park, but where are the boundaries? You can't exactly tell. The underwater park is located between the rocky cliffs of Point La Jolla and Scripps Pier. It covers about a square mile. There's another underwater reserve just north of the pier, making this a pretty large marine protected area. Mulligan says, the underwater scenery is just as spectacular as the scenery in many of California's iconic parks. You'd see a beautiful kelp forest beneath us with all of the beautiful ecosystems that are replenishing within the marine protected area. There's our beautiful submarine canyons off of Scripps, and this creates a beautiful area for biodiversity. There's, it's lush. But on the surface, those spectacular views are invisible. Even kayakers who were recently getting a tour of the area had to use their imagination. 
California Fish and Game Commissioner Samantha Murray says the mostly opaque water keeps the park's wonders out of view. But the murky ocean can't hide the success of California's marine protected areas. So far it looks great. Uh, what we know is that in many cases, uh, size, abundance, diversity, and biomass of the wildlife and fish inside is uh, doing better than outside of protected areas. But maintaining and building on that success story takes work. Wild Coast regularly surveys San Diego County's marine preserves helping an understaffed fish and game department make sure the areas remain protected. We are doing boat-based MPA watch, so we are traveling through MPAs and we're looking at how folks are using them. Lisa Gilfillan is a Wild Coast conservation manager. We're also checking on our M2 radar units, so we have three radar units in the area, and part of what we have to do is just make sure that they're functioning properly so we get on the boat and then we see what the radar is picking up on and then we visually look for those same things that the radar is seeing just to confirm that everything's working properly. That's all aimed at making sure people take advantage of the opportunity to see the reserves while at the same time protecting the biological riches that grow inside a preserve's borders. In this marine protected area, fishing is not allowed. For the most part, there's you know people interacting in these spaces the way they should be, um, without taking resources, without taking fish or invertebrates, for instance. But there's a there's a few bad apples out there, and yes, we're able to keep an eye on those in some ways. But yeah, some do get away with it. That even happens in the Channel Islands, which are a good distance away from the mainland and most of the state's people. Sanctuary Superintendent Chris Mobley says there are more positives than negatives. By and large, people are law-abiding. And once the law's on the books, even if they fought it tooth and nail as something they didn't want, uh, once it's on the books, we see a high level of compliance uh, with the laws. And most of the time when the laws are being violated, it's out of ignorance. They didn't know that they were fishing in a closed area. Restricting fishing is key to showing how those regions would develop without human interference. And that can help researchers better understand the impact of things like climate change. Mobley says new remotely controlled underwater submersibles are helping science and making the case for the reserves. When people see the video in a public stakeholder meeting, their eyes light up and they go, oh, I get it. They see all these incredible creatures this really complicated structure on the bottom, how fragile it is. Mobley says the key to keeping the marine protected areas vibrant lies in the ability to make the invisible visible. Eric Anderson, KPBS News. Last week we brought you the story of Kelly the Tiger. She'd been rescued from a roadside zoo and brought to lions, tigers, and bears in Alpine. Kelly underwent a costly 10-hour surgery last weekend to place three plates in her right forearm. It's hoped the operation will eventually allow her to walk without pain. Lions, Tigers, and Bears President Bobby Brink says the operation was a success and Kelly is recovering well in a small habitat away from people. Brink says you can't put a cast on a tiger so they're hoping she'll heal within a couple of months. Next, Kelly will need an operation to clean and fix her declawed paws. We hope you get well soon, Kelly. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. Join us again tomorrow for your daily dose of local news. 
Plus, we'll fill you in on what's happening over the weekend in case you're looking for something to do. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great Thursday. KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org.